The following program is sponsored by Team Reba of REMAX Metro Eastside and Eric Osnes of Homebridge Financial Services. Welcome to Open House with Team Reba. Each week, Team Reba will be bringing you a roundup of real estate and mortgage news, along with information about the local Puget Sound region, highlighting some of the best and brightest entertainment options, family events, neighborhood highlights, and local business interviews, so you can feel right at home in the Pacific Northwest. And I'm Eric Osses from Homebridge Financial Home Mortgage. Well, welcome once again on a Saturday, our listeners. Here we are every yeah. Saturday from 2 to 3 o'clock bringing you information on real estate and finance news, mm-hmm. things that affect our local housing market. We have so many things to talk about today. we got lots going on, we don't do. we? You and I couldn't even decide <laughs> what to, to pare down. There was so much content yeah, that we could cover today. And I'm, I'm excited because there's, there's some good news. There's also some sad news. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's some more good news, right? And there's you know it's just like a smattering of all these things. But um, generally for the housing stuff, it was all good news. But retail, right. maybe not right. so much. That's so good. Yeah. Right. So let's start with some good news. Are we going to talk about rates? Is there good I'd news love in to. rates? We do have some good news with rates. Well, let's do it. Yeah, bring it. Yeah, you know it, it's been a, a, September was was kind of a rough uh, month for interest rates. You know we'd seen some of our lowest rates in many years, and then early September. There was a, a, some fairly significant run-up in, in rates, and uh, and that was directly as a result to actually indications that the trade war was cooling, mm-hmm. uh, which that trade war has actually been helping to keep interest rates low as it's put a strain on the economy. That's the big one. and uh, But over the last uh, week or so, we've seen the, the, the bond market, which drives mortgage rates, start to consolidate a little bit. It was somewhat sideways most of last week, but then it started to pick up some steam towards the end of the week, and, and this week it's been been off and running fairly well. So so we're back down to our lowest levels for interest rates since about September 9th, and we're happy, happy to see that. So where we're at right now, the national average for 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is at 3.67%. Pretty darn sweet. Don't you think? It's still sweet. Yeah, we can We can live yeah. with that. Yeah, uh, we can totally. totally live with that. Yep, uh, 15-year fixed rates are down around 3.31%. FHA and VA, 30-year fixed rates, 3.3%. Jumbo yeah. fixed rates, uh, almost the same as a conventional loan, 3.69%. So all of these are, are looking so good. Now, again, Would these are— you say are, FHA and VA were? Uh, right around 3.3%. Man. So— now, now these are national averages. We got these some good are, news about FHA later in the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll talk about that um, because these are these are national averages. These assume good credit, and uh, and you will see lots of variations with your individual rates depending on your loan amount, your credit score, the amount of the down payment, the type of loan program. But this will give you an idea of a barometer of where we're at. Uh, I was real busy so far this week with with customers who missed out on those low rates of August mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, finally got back to me. Were they feeling some FOMO? They were kind of feeling a little bit of that, a <laughs> little bit of, a little bit of regret. Fear of missing out. Yeah. 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 Feeling so, FOMO. Well, the folks that, that missed out on that last rally, you know, we were talking to them mid September and they're like, ah, you know, gosh, we're at 4%. No, I don't want 4%. I want, you know, these lower rates. Guess what? They're back. So if okay. you missed out on, that last opportunity, you know, the crazy low rates of, of August, 
then now is the time to check back in on that. And we're pretty pretty darn close to where we were, you know, before the rate started to spike up a little bit last month. So you're you're you've got a, a window again. We don't never know how long that will last, of course, but it looks pretty good right now. If anybody ever wants to ask me questions or run numbers, always happy to do that. You can catch me at uh, Eric at ericismybanker.com, or you can always call me anytime, 206-915-ERIC, 915-3742. You know, it's been interesting because since our show is available on podcast now, Mm -hmm. and you can go back and find all of our past episodes, how you did not give your phone number out before. <laughs> yeah, I know. Maybe I love that you've opened yourself it's that, up. It's the, yeah, I guess so. Be, be, maybe it was that, that uh, hesitation. I didn't want to get like Inundated. spammed by people or something. Yeah. But uh, you know what? I've, I've, I've had uh, quite a few people reaching out recently. It's been, been great. You know, I've actually been able to uh, help some folks even over on the Olympic Peninsula. So right. that's worked yeah, out, no, worked out that fantastic. Show, some folks in Bremerton yeah. were yeah, reaching yeah, yeah. out. So let's talk about some more good news. Um, Freddie. Yes. Freddie Mac. You know, one of yep, the not main. Not Freddie Mercury. Not Freddie Mercury. Not the one who's but, passed uh, on. No, Freddie no, Mac. Freddie Mac uh, is expecting stronger housing market this fall. And Freddie Mac is one of the big uh, government-sponsored entities. They, they purchase mortgages from lenders. And they're pretty upbeat, you know, about uh, about things. And September they they saw was a was a good month. I know our company had an extremely strong uh, September. You know, lots of folks buying homes, lots of folks refinancing, and uh, and a lot of that um, is is you know due to the low interest rates. You know, that's really spurred you know people to get out there and look at buying homes. Consumer confidence is is still very strong right now, and when people feel good about the economy they're out there spending their money and, yes, and that's definitely are. happening on the downside you know government spending business investment and exports are all expected to decline you know over the course of the next year mm-hmm. our uh, our gdp um, gross domestic product will still end up the year we're estimating averaging around 2.2 percent growth that's okay that's, that's good that's strong you know next year maybe that'll be a little bit lower than that probably dip under the two percent mark you know, but still in a fairly positive standpoint. That's important to me because mm-hmm. people are talking about recession, you know, the big, yes. the big R word. And, oh, yeah. um, and they don't mean Reba. No, they don't. <laughs> and, you know, but, but we're absolutely not expecting anything like the meltdown we had in 2008, 2009. No, and as we've continued to talk about on this show, recession doesn't equal housing crisis. It does right? not. And we have talked on several of the other programs that the expectation of what's going on with appreciation in housing here is still positive. You know, all the economists mm-hmm. for this year were expecting about a five and a half percent overall increase mm-hmm. for the Puget Sound region. And we're still seeing some of that. In fact, actually, there was a report that came out. So, of course, I'm a member of the local multiple listing service. And uh, they had a report in September saying that Tacoma is the fourth hottest real estate market in the nation. Yeah, we can attest to that. And we're seeing it every day. With an average of nine percent increase mm-hmm. in pricing down there yeah so depending on the little you know because there's macro markets and micro markets and that micro market down there is experiencing a hotbed of activity mm-hmm. as is the kitsap peninsula right. as you and i've also discussed before but even just you know generally speaking you know especially the most affordable housing kind of that middle range has been moving very briskly yeah it has you know we yeah. just had a listing that we put on just the other week in puyallup and I'll be honest, I wasn't sure how the market reaction would be to it because it had a really strong dog odor. 
in it. Mm-hmm. And we did offer a credit for paint and carpet for yeah. this house. Had a dog allowance. Reasonable. What's that? A dog allowance. Yeah. Yeah, I should have called it that. I totally should have called it that. <laughs> Fido credit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Instead of your FICO score, your yeah. FIDO score. It's your FIDO score for this house. <laughs> FIDO smell score. This one's a negative yeah. five. Yeah, that's that's the other thing is like the uh, – until we get scratch and sniff, you're not going to buy a house online yeah, completely. vision would, would be a game changer for the real estate oh industry. Oh my gosh, yes, it would. But um, but even that house sold like immediately, mm-hmm. and we had other people trying to come in that were actually going to come in with a above asking price. Big caveat on that, and why my client didn't choose that more uh, high priced offer was because because they were willing to forego the credit and offer five thousand dollars more. Mm-hmm. But they were going to be contingent. They had a house in Ohio that they were trying to sell. So even though they'd have a large down payment, it was a big question mark when we right. still had someone right in front of us who was ready to go right yeah, now. Yeah. And we know nothing about the housing market in Ohio. Exactly. And they yeah. didn't have any details for me. They said it was yeah. already on market. We didn't know for how long. Uh, wow. They said, well, it has good showing activity. Well, what's that mean? You know, what's that mar- what are the days on market in, in that area? Because yeah. our days on market here... As we've mentioned in previous shows, we're still seeing, you know, about 20% of the homes like this one selling in the first one to two weeks. And then also, you know, there's a solid amount of homes that are selling. And so like the average on market time around here is in the 60 some day timeline. Yeah. Yeah. So which is that's still normal. better. Yeah. It's, it's still normal. better than most yeah. of the rest of the United States. So, yeah. Yeah. you know, there's a lot of good things that are, are, are happening with that. So, um, I well, would just yeah. go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, well, you know, in, in our, our, I was going to lead it into one of my other conversations. About, oh, okay. You know, the, well, I, I just, I have so many market stats and other things to. Well, prepare. speaking of There's markets, so much. you know, sometimes one, 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 um, one market's bad news is another market's good news, and a good yes. example right now mm-hmm. is Moses Lake. Why Moses oh, Lake? Tell that's where my roommate. Lives, well, there you go. If from. you have rental properties over there, you know, turn up the volume because Boeing is paying its engineers Mm -hmm. a hefty, massive bonus for completing work on all the 737 MAX planes that are parked over there as it readies Uh to get those stored jets uh, set up for delivery, you know, to uh, airlines. So so if if you're a Boeing engineer, you know, you have to agree to complete at least a six-month assignment at Grant County Airport in Moses Lake. And the longer you stay, the bigger the bonus you're going to get. So, ah. so one one area is misfortune is another area is good fortune. That'll be a nice little boon to. Well, I wonder the, uh, how many people from over the, here are going to go take the short term. Well, you you got you got to kind of wonder. I mean, I suppose you could even commute, you know. But but if you had short term rentals or things like that over there, that may be a yeah interesting thing. My, it would yeah, definitely go park be... your RV over there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, Moses oh, Lake is a that? much more affordable place. And uh, one of the other things that came out through the MLS and a lot of the stats and things that we, we follow there, uh, guess where we are in the ranking of most expensive cities in the United States currently? Most expensive you know? in terms of house prices or in terms of just cost of just living? overall housing price, cost of living, everything. Mm. Where do you think we rank? Don't look at my notes. I'm not looking. I'm going to say, <laughs> I'm closing my eyes here. I'm going to say seven. We're number five. Ooh, I was close. We are really yes. number five behind Manhattan. Okay. San Francisco. Of course. Honolulu. Yeah. And Brooklyn. And Brooklyn. Yeah. Really? Brooklyn pricing has gone 
and, and, and we're yeah. above uh, Los Angeles, San Diego. Well, I know we're bu- we're Apparently better than so. San Diego. Uh, wow, for crying out loud. Yeah, I know, which surprised me because I was just in the San Diego area mm-hmm. down at an event in La Jolla, and I know the housing prices down there are kind of nuts. Yeah, you but know, they're they actually to... more affordable than Seattle right now, surprisingly. Uh, they're, they're median I guess it home depends. Price. Okay, yeah. yeah, maybe they're median because I will say uh, some of the stuff I've seen down there, I sold a, or I helped a friend sell a property a couple of years ago, mm. and it was kind of a junker you know mm-hmm. and it still sold for over a million oh yeah oh so, yeah wow i don't know i have friends who moved down there when it was still less expensive than seattle so well yeah, let's talk a little lucky. bit more about our market here and we've got yes. more information on our local economy coming up on open house with team reba stay tuned and we'll be right back Open House with Team Reba on AM 1590. The answer. Now, back to Open House with Team Reba. Welcome back to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Eric Osnes from Homebridge Financial Home Mortgage. And I'm Reba Hass from Team Reba. And we're here every Saturday. Happy Saturday to all of you. Mm-hmm. Thanks for spending your time with us. You know, we're here sometimes Sundays, too. Yes, we are sometimes. Three to, three to four o'clock mm-hmm. on Sundays. And again, if you can't catch us at those times, get us on podcast. That's right. Yes, you can get to iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or Buzzsprout. There's several other ones out there. Just Google or ask Alexa. There you go. <laughs> I won't do that this week, but yeah. uh, I'm not sure how that how but that it, works if I'm talking to your Alexas or not. But um, Yeah, I know. I'd be very curious. Alexa, Listeners, if, if you have something like that, just uh, send us a note. We'd like to know if it works. I, I have a, a Sonos in, my, uh, in the bedroom, and, and mm-hmm. Alexa... It's is kind on of personal information, Sonos. isn't it? Well, I don't know. It that thing. <laughs> it's the alarm now. I, it's like, hey Alexa, you know, set the alarm for you know six thirty a.m. or whatever. Right. And it does. You know, that thing tells jokes. Hey, tell me a joke, and it oh, comes yeah. up with dumb stuff. And uh, it is that where you're getting the other your day, new material now? No, 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 no. Unfortunately, <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe. Uh, no, it the other day it did a flatulence thing, and you ask it a question, oh, and it sake. would flatulate and then <sighs> then it'd say ask me something else and then you ask it another one this thing went it went on for well as long as my childish personality let it go on of course you know are but, you sure uh, your brother didn't set that up for you this is all response thank you jeff bezos for the flatulence app you've got an alexa that was, oh my uh, gosh let's get off this topic very quickly shall <laughs> right. we i'm having flashbacks to okay, my brother so, in childhood so our whole thing we were talking about some good news some bad news some good news some bad news so yeah. let's talk a little bit of bad yeah right now okay sock it to what's me what's going on with seattle retail you know, we just had an announcement mm-hmm. that Macy's uh, downtown flagship store is closing down. Yep. I remember going into that store as a kid, and there were, I, I don't know if there's seven or nine floors, mm-hmm. you know, where you go up and up and up. And I think yep. now there is maybe four, three or four floors. True. The upper yeah, floors else now are Amazon. Yeah. yeah, it's all Amazon. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember the uh, the Christmas displays. There's a electric mm-hmm. train thing in the window where you touch oh, yeah, the glass and it ran the train. Downtown, yeah. The star, mm-hmm. it's down yep. this year. Yeah. You know, being repaired apparently. And, and are they it, even going to put it back? I I don't know. I mean, I think that's up for question if the if uh, you know they're if shutting they're be closing. if they're shutting that down. You know, there's lots of speculation about the reasons for that. Of mm-hmm. course, Macy's. It's no secret that they've been struggling. You know, for quite a few years with oh, yeah. with as with all big retailers, 
you know, yeah. up, up against the internet, ironically, you know, from the group that's occupying several of the upper floors of their flagship store. That's, you know, so that's, but that's the reality of it. It is. You know, things have changed. Yeah, things have changed drastically. I mean, Walmart changed their whole system because of companies like Amazon as well. Mm-hmm. They they right. offer a lot of the same kind of delivery services. And, mm-hmm. you know, Sears down in South Center, you know, with their, you know, Sears has had a bunch of closings, mm-hmm. Kmart, you know, like mm-hmm. all of these. So, I mean, when, when I saw that news come through, I mean, I don't ever wish bad stuff on anybody but it just wasn't a surprise some people were acted like they were stunned and i'm like have you paid attention to what's been going on in retail because some of those same people that are lamenting the loss are also people with amazon prime accounts Mm -hmm. you know and like who needs that you know fake horse head next day delivery or same day delivery right you know like you don't well well i might but oh that's just you're just weird anyway (laughs) You know, but but let's and and, and this is where you and I may may not necessarily agree Mm -hmm. on things. It's it's a bigger problem than that. It's it's a Seattle problem. Well, it it probably is a combination. You know, Macy's is still open to the south of us, Mm -hmm. to the north of us, to the east of us. Right. In areas that are not subject to rampant Mm -hmm. homeless problem. Right. Rampant drug use. High shoplifting. Well, we're not saying the people at Macy's are. I'm not talking about their employees. No, uh, but but also fifteen dollar minimum wage, right? And and I think all of those factors uh, mm-hmm. contribute to to this problem, and it's not just Macy's though. Bartels uh, just announced they're closing their downtown uh, store on Third Avenue because of the uh, the the drug problem, you know, because wow. of the homeless problem. Okay. It's it's no longer safe for their employees to be in that right. store, you know, right. after suffering multiple uh, assaults and oh, countless geez. thefts and and things like that. Uh, now we have uh, Restaurants Unlimited went uh, bankrupt, yeah. uh, closing down Henry's Tavern. The Pal- I just heard the Palomino downtown yeah. was closed. You well, know, I used probably, to work across the street from but Palomino. But that also probably means the Palomino and Bellevue closed. It did. Yeah. Yeah, it did. And, and So that's uh, not just a downtown issue. No, but, but, but this is a endemic of sometimes social engineering doesn't have the intended consequences. Yeah. And, and I think this, this could be a, an indication of that, you know, or maybe they're just lousy, now, you know, poorly run companies. I don't know. Uh, but, but these yeah. are factors that have come up. They've impacted us. Uh, I think the, uh, you know, Restaurants Unlimited was a, was a big, big firm. Oh, yeah. You know, it was a big that, brand. That, I used to buy gift certificates from mm-hmm. there, from Costco. Right. And hand them out to clients because they, they hit so many different restaurants, especially in kind of outlying mm-hmm. areas. Right. And we have clients all over. And so, oh, yeah. yeah, someone could go to Earl's or Stanford's or Palomino or, you know, right. any of these locations. And um, so I'm a little saddened to hear it because I, I particularly enjoyed Palomino for many, many years. Oh. But I got to say, Stanford's... Eh, sort Meh. of a uh, uh, sort of an Applebee's with the lights turned down a little low. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It was just that was my impression. barely a half grade. About, uh, personal opinion. Yeah. Personal opinion because I never I never found the food outstanding. Um, you know, and part of it too is like they had their standalone locations with a lot of space, but I don't know that their marketing really hmm. drove enough activity to get people into now the their um, restaurants. the northgate um uh, the northgate um stanford's is open and is remaining okay. open that was purchased by another group so okay. another local company called um ascend hospitality group bought the northgate mall uh store 
And, okay. and so they kind of bail them out. So they're staying open. Okay. And so there will be maybe well, a few around. And I I'll think they, they the have some South down Center's in Oregon, Portland area. Mm-hmm. I think South Center's closed. Is it? Okay. Yeah, I think that one's tough. I got to say that that one was limping along. Yeah. Yeah. They they actually, I um, they had a good portobello thing in their happy hour. That's the one yeah, thing I, I know. Yeah, I mean, they had a couple of good <laughs> so, things. But a few I, good things. Yeah. yeah. But Palomino downtown, I used to work I know, across the street from that, Fifth and Union. Yeah. I've had and, some uh, seminal moments oh at Palomino. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so. spent, spent um, you know, got in there quite often. So yeah. it was a, I thought that was a great, great restaurant. So definitely wasn't happy about that. But, you know, the, the issue that you're talking about, though, with retail and stuff is, you know, like a friend of mine uh, that you also happen to know, you know, he worked at the downtown Nordstrom. And more and more, even Nordstrom, local great company, but they kept promoting more and more that people buy their stuff online mm-hmm. and then just go pick it up, mm-hmm. you know, cause that people could do that. They could shop at home, but if they work downtown, they could just swing into the, the flagship store and pick their stuff up if they wanted to. And then maybe they'd also do some other additional shopping while they were there. Right. That's probably the point of doing it, but it also, you know, m- many of the staff felt like that was also taking away from their ability to, to make a living because many of them are on commission. Well, yeah, I, I, it's 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 a problem, but you know, the, I do think this minimum wage is having an impact on us. Even oh, um, I agree. But well, Capitol Tom Hill, Douglas um, and his restaurants. I mean, he's he's right. fired up about it. He is absolutely. I think another one up on Capitol Hill, Sizzle Pie, which is a awesome, awesome place, shut their doors. Oh, Same reason, citing rising costs and yeah. You know, so you know, costs and wages. You know, that's something that's that's affecting yep. a lot of a lot of different businesses. So, well, I'm sorry to hear about those on that. those losses in our local area. Hopefully, maybe some other viable options will come into their place. Mm-hmm. But I'll be curious to see what happens with the Macy's building if they turn the rest of it into office space or if it converts into well, a different retail. That is a Maybe Amazon will turn it into one of their like walk-in stores where it, you just pick stuff up and Yeah, it could very well be. That's an iconic location. It's mm-hmm. an iconic building. Yeah. You know, it's one of Maybe the Maybe they'll just make it a secure pickup for your packages. Yeah. Could could Who could knows? Be. I mean, I mean, that's they're going everywhere, well, right? Right, but 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 Seattle's got to straighten out that street. Yeah. Because I don't want to walk down Pike you know, if you walk from Westlake Center to Pike Place Market, mm-hmm. you know, you keep your eyes straight ahead. You don't, I mean, there's there's sketchy people along that, that stretch. And uh, it, it's, know, it's been a problem. I, I don't usually. It's been a problem for years. It's it's still mm-hmm. a problem. It's a, maybe an even greater problem now. And uh, they need to do something about it. The, you know, I, I really think that our, our local police force needs to be empowered to be able to do something about it. And and we need to overcome this this horrific statistic that one out of every two people arrested are never even don't even have charges pressed. You know that the, the you know the the folks that are prolific and repeat offenders know that understand that, and that there's really very few consequences to not them breaking knowing the law all the specifics around what those people are being arrested for. I'm not really mm-hmm. going to talk too much about it. I think mm-hmm. we also need to be careful about how we talk about some of that mm-hmm. personally. Um, I think yeah, we do need I, to talk I do about think it. Yeah. We do, but we need to have more facts. We can't just say mm-hmm. people know this or they know that. We don't know what they're necessarily always being picked up for. And, and frankly, when it comes down to people who are also homeless, victimizing people who are already victims of other things aren't necessarily good answers either. Well, breaking the law is so, breaking the law. You know, that's that's the bottom line. We have to We have to draw the line somewhere. We're going to go back and forth on that. 
We're going because mm-hmm. I mean, if if you didn't have the homeless situation, you probably wouldn't have those items coming in. And we talk about these, mm-hmm. you know, issues on here all the time. I mean, maybe what that means is, hey, listeners, if you have connections with some of the people in our local government that you think we should try and bring on the show to discuss this in much more detail, totally down for it. I'd love if somebody even wants to get us in contact with the head of the Seattle Police Department so we can get them in here and talk about it from a more learned point of view. Mm -hmm. Because I don't like just making, you know, general conversation without really getting the expert in. Well, but uh, with that said, this isn't just anecdotal, I don't, I, I don't think. Uh, you know, we are seeing stores closing, and, and oh, it's, that, a, it's a that, real real threat to oh, our, yeah, it's our absolutely. vibrant, beautiful city of Seattle. I, I don't disagree that it, if you start having it, you know, I remember in the 80s, late 80s, early 90s when I first moved here, and the downtown was dead. Mm-hmm. But our downtown isn't dead anymore. Mm-hmm. A few places are closing for some specific reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think you could say the Macy's main location downtown is 100% around just, you know, a homeless or crime issue. No, but the that Bartels is. a lot more. The Bartels yeah, is. Bartels it's 100% much, because of Much it. smaller shop. I get it. Um, also a Seattle, uh, you know, Seattle company. I, I understand it. Yeah. I understand. So let's get Bartels on here if we want to talk about well, that. It's like, how are the idea. rest of their locations we'll doing? We'll get Bartels and Sharma. You know, Actually, what I love is that since she's up for re-election, I, I just happened to see some stuff. You know, it's like, I can't wait to find out what happens because she's got opposition. And I wish I was still living in the city of Seattle so I could weigh in on that. <laughs> Maybe we should have her opponent come on. <laughs> Not a bad idea. <laughs> we're going to weigh in uh, with, our, with our sponsors, pay a couple bills, and we're going to be right back. More Open with House. News. <laughs> with Team Reba. With some good news. Open House with Team Reba on AM 1580. The now, back to Open House with Team Reba. Welcome back to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Reba Hass from Team Reba, Remax Metro East Side. And I'm Eric Osnes from Homebridge Financial Home Mortgage. Yes, and we're done with our uh, shake it off bad news portion of the show. Right. Let's bring some good news on. Yeah, let's be positive. Let's solve the affordable housing crisis, shall we? Or at least a portion of it. Right. I don't know that we have all the answers, of course, but we do certainly have uh, some insight into some cool things that are going on, Mm -hmm. right? So uh, for anyone who's listened to the show or if you haven't before, we had a a show a while back with a company called MyCabin.com. That's spelled M-Y-K-A-B-I-N.com. And really cool company doing very unique and efficient and affordable, what they call dadus or detached accessory dwelling units. Mm-hmm. Because really the cool product, by the way. Very cool, and we still need to get that uh, event planned. They're they're, they're oh, bugging yeah, me yeah, on our calendar, yeah, so yeah. you and I got to get that made, you know, put on our calendars. But um, so anyway, they were on because City of Seattle had started to approve these dadus and other changes in ADU accessory dwelling units um, throughout the city. Mm-hmm. Meaning, like, now they've taken away the requirement of having to be owner-occupied. Right. Right? They're providing more opportunity for those to be created. Um, the dadus, they have, uh, you know, kind of they're laying out a, an efficient way for people to determine 
um, quickly whether or not their property might qualify for something like that, right? right? So the, all of that's really good news for the potential of new affordable housing in the city. But what's also really cool is that this is spreading out into other market areas. That's correct. Let's move on down to B-Town. Yeah, Burien, if you don't know that <laughs> reference. <laughs> There's a lot of Seattleites that don't know what B-Town is. I think some of them, like, they see those bumper stickers around. They think it's, like, Boston. Now we're talking about Burien. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Talking about yep. Burien. Yeah, that's right. Which, if you have not been to Burien in a long time, I strongly recommend it. It is a transformed city from even a couple of years ago. Yes. And uh, the city council has been very uh, aggressive with dealing with the homeless issue mm -hmm. uh, there. They they are much stronger on enforcement. And I, and I will say that. In fact, um, it was on the news a few weeks ago. There were about 100 businesses in Burien that uh, several months ago approached the um, city manager and said, look, mm -hmm. we got to fix this. Right. If you If we don't fix it, we're out of here. And the city listened, and they listened to the proposals, and they've made those changes, and um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a better place, not so much safer place. So businesses are thriving in Burien. There's lots of fantastic restaurants, mm -hmm. lots of activity. 152nd it's Street is one of my favorite, favorite 152nd, roads. yeah, if you haven't been to, we 152nd call it. 152nd, 153rd. Yeah, Old Burien. Uh, has some just fantastic restaurants, um, bakeries. If you're from West Seattle, Bakery Nouveau has a, a store in Burien, a big one line out the door you know, almost all mm -hmm. the time. You know, it's, it's got some fantastic, oh, yeah, good, the good small local one of my businesses. Favorites, oh, yeah. LA Bay Brewing. Absolutely. Uh, was it 907? Smarty Pants. Smarty Pants has an mm -hmm. expanded location down there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, there's a ton of great places. And, you know, the Tin Room Theater also, just a great place, place to see, you know, movies in a small you know, intimate environment. So tons of cool stuff. And so with Burien looking to add on the ADU and cottage style housing, uh, I'm, I'm thrilled to see that because mm -hmm. they have a lot of larger parcels down there Correct. that have really good opportunity for this. In fact, you and I have a mutual client that that's one of the things that they're looking for specifically in a, a property is a larger lot where they could take a look at doing something exactly like this mm -hmm. yeah because they're they're thinking yes the the son's going to live there it's going to be his primary residence but he's thinking about the roommates and the long-term investment opportunities and i just i think it's a great idea of what they're doing i'm so proud of that family by the way they don't you know, make a lot of very fast decisions so i can tell you okay. that. that's <laughs> okay but, but their son is i'm just gonna say 25 years old yeah and sharp kid and already Listen to me call him stuff. a kid. Yeah, yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah, no, no he's, fantastic. he's super sharp, and yeah. the parents are awesome. Spent yeah. time with them, really enjoy them all. Yeah. And so very much looking forward to when we can find that just right Perfect space place. for them, yeah. right? You know, very much enjoying that. But, you know, Burien is also an area that oftentimes when I have clients that just affordability-wise mm -hmm. can't make it into the Seattle housing market, I recommend Burien fairly frequently. And here's mm -hmm. the other thing. I don't want to just give Burien kudos because Tukwila mm -hmm. is oh, for sure. yeah. very quickly growing yeah, in terms right. of the number of people moving in and the housing stock and everything else. So another surprise. A lot mm -hmm. of people are like, how, how do you say that? That Tukwila? <laughs> you know, <it's> sure. Like <laughs> Why not? Yeah. Well, and, 
Well, because we, we just call it the tuck. Yeah. Well, you and I have mentioned before, and, and I love that they're getting more housing stock and all of that, mm-hmm. uh, and more population moving in. Because remember, you and I had a show many, many, many moons ago where you were a little hot under the collar because some report had come out saying that was the most crime infested area in the country highest crime rate yeah one of the highest in the country yeah it was ridiculous yeah. it was because they were going based on the population oh. versus how many people were there working every day completely skewed statistics there's only Massive. about thirty thousand residents in the city of tuckwilla yeah. but in on any given day there's probably two to three hundred thousand people mm-hmm. you know that that work there yeah and and you've got the mall and all the retail and everything else and and so the the property crime you know, is is based on two hundred thousand people. Exactly. You know, divided out by thirty thousand people. Yeah. It's like, please give me yeah. give me a break. Yeah. It's, no, and I love the when you brought that onto the show. It gave us an opportunity to highlight. You know, yes, people talk about fake news, and it's not. Yeah. It's like, no, it's just that was just incorrect news. math. That wasn't you know, fake. It was ignorant. Right. It, exactly. Because they they were too busy looking for the hot headline. Mm-hmm. Right. Rather than. Stating facts, yeah, let's and, and and what the real numbers truly look like, and that's you know that's that's one of the things I appreciate about what we do on this show is we try and bring reality in, and not just make it like, hey, here's the bleeds that leads headlines. Mm, right, where we you know we're sitting here talking about the good and the bad and the ugly sometimes of you know things that are going on, but it's about the meat. You know, this is this is the stuff that community needs to know about. Right. You know, this this is the stuff that really matters, because when when we're just going based on, you know, mock headlines, you know, it's a lot of these programs that I'm part of. You know, we talk about. You just look at the regular media and they're constantly in your face with bad news, bad news, bad news, bad news. And you think we're in this incredibly unsafe society. But when you really look at the statistics, we have never been in a more stable, safe time in humanity. No, it is true. It is true. You know, and it, it, I mean, the, generally the statistics speaking, statistics will vet that out. Yeah. yeah. Um, and but I let's get, talk about housing. Let's talk about yeah, our let's housing question because okay. in Burien, yes. the Burien City Council is is working to try and improve affordable housing. Yes. And the Burien Planning Commission is is really modeling off of something that Kirkland did some some years ago. Okay. And and they're looking at at uh, allowing up to some some different innovative housing projects. Uh, to give different housing choices, you know, they're looking at cottage housing mm-hmm. or other types of clustered small lot planning right. uh, concepts for evaluation. So they want to figure out a way to increase density, mm-hmm. decrease the cost, yes. you know, by, by having you know, little cottages or things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, DA, DADUs, yeah. you know, uh, more than one on, on a yeah. lot. So you can have your single family home, maybe put in two. Yeah, if you, you have know, like a fourteen thousand square dwellings. foot lot, mm-hmm. which is not uncommon down right. there, you got a lot of potential. Absolutely. You know, depending on what the layout of that parcel is, what's on it, if it's sloped, right. if it's level. But yeah, there's there's so many different opportunities. And you know, I know a lot of people are not necessarily fans of cottage housing from the standpoint of they're like, oh, I don't have any yard. But I want to just remind people that first of all. We need to make space for everyone. Mm-hmm. And second of all, I don't know anybody 
except for a few folks who really spend, I mean, you might be one of them, but not many people like to spend their Saturdays nowadays out mowing all day. <laughs> well, I don't either, but right? sometimes but, I do. Yeah, but, yeah. you know, for the, for the most part, a lot of these small parcels do give the benefit to the owners of very manageable, you mm-hmm. know, lots. That's I right. mean, because I have, you know, about a 7,900 square foot lot just myself, and I have guys who come and mow it every other week during the main season, but it still gets unwieldy at times. Mm-hmm. Sure. And I have to bring someone else in to like pull all the you know blackberry bushes because the birds you know definitely a first world problem right exactly but it is it's still getting into the I hear people complain about these types of projects constantly but it's like no they have tons of benefits Mm -hmm. tons and tons of benefits yeah and the thing is is you know if we have good community centers community parks and other things around. You know, you don't need to have all that cost and maintenance right. to, for a big yard. No, that's for sure. You yeah, know, that's and you can sure. have a neighbor who's close and hopefully, you know, you're all watching out for each other. You got to like that, that whole community thing. Mm-hmm. You know, we had, I had a neighbor come over to my house the other day. He's got a picture of a, the license plate of a car. He said, okay. you know this car? I'm like, no, I haven't. I, I don't recognize that. He goes, well, they've been up and down the road like seven times driving super slow. Sure, like, it's not Ooh. just a lost Amazon driver. Well, uh, no, it could be more like a you know who knows. It could be someone scoping the porch pirate or somebody oh, yeah, you know, totally. scoping or whatever. So I I love that you know because because yeah. as neighbors we're we're looking out for each other. Hundred uh, percent. But, but we're not jumping to the conclusion either. We're you know he's right. checking it out. Anybody know this person? Anybody yep. know this person? Well, and that's you what. Know, but guess what? I'm going to be stuff. looking for that car yeah you know when i'm out there working in the yard right i'm gonna keep my eyes open well i'm gonna give you an opportunity i mean i you know don't get me wrong it's like i i have a house in my cul-de-sac where lots of people come by and i have been known to walk out you know because they'll be sitting there with their car idling Mm -hmm. yeah yeah at all times of the day and night and so i will stroll right on out and be like what you doing hi can i help you there (laughs) are you lost yeah what Can I possibly give you some directions? Yeah. 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 What, what you doing? Yeah. Maybe you could just kind of mosey on along. And, and it's, yeah, it's way. just a kind, polite way to say, you yeah. don't seem to be someone who lives here. So maybe, you know. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Just want you to know that you've yeah. been seen. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing, Nothing wrong, wrong with that. that. You know, but uh, but I'm I'm glad to see uh, Burian coming around to that. Absolutely, I think we're going to see similar things in in SeaTac in mm-hmm. Tukwila, a lot of the South End, you know, neighborhoods, oh, yeah. and, as well as on the East Side as well. So, well, there's another article. I don't know that we're going to have enough time to get to it today, but another article from the MLS that came out that was saying for those folks that don't get affordability in Seattle, they're going further and further afield mm-hmm. to get to, as you like to say, drive till you qualify. There you go. But yep. I will say, transit is starting to catch up for a lot of those folks. So it's working out pretty well. Sounds good. Well, we're going to be right back. More Open House with Reba. Stay tuned. Open House with Team Reba on AM 1590. The answer. Now, back to Open House with Team Reba. Welcome back to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Eric Osnes from Homebridge Financial. And I'm Reba Haas from Team Reba. And we're here every Saturday from 2 to 3 o'clock, as you already know. 
Thanks again for listening. <laughs> we, you know, you this are. is well, this is true. our. You know, you would be right because they're already listening. Well, so there you go. And, and this is our four-year anniversary of doing this show. I know we it's, still haven't come up with our anniversary topic. We, we're gonna have to do that. Yeah, let's 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 work on that maybe for next week or yes. week after. Yes. Yeah, kind of do a little walk down memory lane. But mm-hmm. we're happy you're all listening to us, and hopefully you find this program enlightening and entertaining mm-hmm. and informative. Yes. Well, speaking of informative. We do need to remind folks we have an upcoming class. I don't want to spend too much time on it, but just letting everyone know again, November 6th. We had said on an earlier program it would start at 4, but we've actually modified it so Mm. more people can get off work if necessary and get there. We're doing it from 5 to 9.30. Correct. In Tukwila. Imagine that, like we were just talking about, at the Claim Jumper, which is still in business. That's right. Yes. Doors are wide open. (laughs) So there you go. Wednesday November 6, 5 to 9.30. Right. And so this class, to, to reserve your spot because space is limited, you can just reach out classes at teamreba.com or info at teamreba.com by email. Correct. And Make this, sure you give us your name, cell number, and an email and all the parties who are coming with you. Yes, please. Please do. This is uh, because we feed you. Uh, well, so yeah, we, we need, need to know, know how, how much, much space. And it does have limited space. Absolutely. But this is the official first-time homebuyer class sponsored by the Washington State Housing Finance Commission. So this class entitles you to access to special financing programs. If you're a first-time buyer, especially zero-down loan programs, reduced costs for mortgage insurance. Plus, we're going to give you life skills. Yes. Super helpful stuff. Yeah, lots, great lots, stuff. Lots, but we are on the short part of, of our segment, so yeah. I want to... We- well, we uh, stick into our theme of good news, bad news. Yep. We just had some good news, so how about some bad news? Sure, if we have to. All right. Well, if you happen to live in the city of Seattle and happen to be heating your home with oil, heat, uh, be prepared for a 24 cent per gallon increase tax Mm -hmm. on your oil. Yes. So this is an incentive designed to get you to convert. Not to natural gas because that's going to be shut down soon too as well. Well, uh, well we don't know that, well, that for sure. Well, that was for new construction. New construction is going to be Which going to be. I'll tell our likely. listeners, we are bringing on Andy Wappler from Puget Sound Energy in about a week. Yep. To talk about that topic a little bit more. Yeah. Because we I have will our concerns. Say the other utility company has their concerns as well. So yeah. we're going to give voice to both sides. Well, that's. That, that'll be interesting and lively yes. and always nice to have Andy on. It's been a year or so, I think, since he's been on. Yeah, so it's been yes, a while. Yeah. Yes, he is the son of Harry Wappler. You know, our, for all our you most people who've been here a long time. Uh, meteorologists from Seattle yes. for years and years and years. If you're brand new, you have no idea who we're talking about, but no. that's okay. <laughs> I can still hear his voice in my head. I mean, I I'm listen sure to you him can. every night. I'm sure you can. Probably since I was a kid. Yes. Uh, so so but, watch out for that oil tax, though. Uh, supposedly the the revenue from that oil tax will be used to provide credits uh, to help low-income homeowners convert uh, their furnaces to, I'm guessing, electric, you know, because they're sure, certainly not well, going to want to convert Well, maybe we should have someone from the city on to talk about yeah, that. Yeah, we need to figure that one out. This is just because, all developing now. So, in fact, right. I just looked at the headline. And uh, so we'll know more as you know over the, the next week or so. Uh, yeah, but, because, well, as we talked about on a prior show... The cost to convert could be significant, mm-hmm. and are these credits going to be enough to offset, especially yeah. for low and fixed income yeah. households? So 
I will be very curious. And I think it is worth us trying to shed a little bit more light on that topic. But I can't wait for Andy to come on and also give his viewpoint on a couple of these things, such as that, as well as... Um, you know, the, the ban on or the, the attempt for ban on gas in new construction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think yeah. that's that's going to be a pretty, very interesting conversation. Pretty huge issues. So enough yeah. of the bad news. How about some good news? I love good news. Yeah. FHA mm-hmm. is bringing back the spot condo approval. Yes. And I know I love that. I actually got to tell you about that. I know you, you, you actually <laughs> dropped on me. I've had my I've had my head in tax returns here for the last week, you know, yeah. working on end of the month and files and things like that. Oh, but, yeah. but um, you know, those of you that uh, don't know what the heck we're talking about here, uh, when you buy a or, or refinance a, a home that is in a condominium project, um, if we're using um, FHA financing and conventional, mm-hmm. the condo project has to be approved. Not Correct. only just you and your individual you know, mm-hmm. credentials, but the condo project itself. Yes. And FHA has a different approval system than conventional. Uh, many times on a conventional condo project, we can do a very streamlined type of an approval. FHA s- used to do that, but several years ago, for some reason, changed their rules. And the only way you could finance FHA in a condo project is if the entire project went through a very rigorous FHA approval process. Well, a lot of the condo projects didn't want to go to the trouble and to the expense of doing that. And that was sad because it wasn't that expensive. No, it wasn't. It wasn't that bad. And there are many lenders, including myself, that were willing to do that approval you know, as, as part of the process. Uh, mm. But they just elected to not do it. So we, Reba and I, you know, and I have struggled with this because we've had mm-hmm. customers who only qualify for FHA financing. Yeah, and it limits their options r- significantly, by far. significantly. Well, uh, did you already mention this? Like in 2012, they sunsetted all FHA mm-hmm. approvals. And so, I did. yeah, so it's like what, what people who live in those complexes don't realize is guess what? That also means it limited the value. Of your condo because a large segment of the buying public could no longer buy there it actually stagnates your pricing and mm-hmm. many of these organizations you know because they're they're basically small nonprofits right for mm-hmm. an HOA um, association and I I can't stop talking about it to most of them in fact I've actually got two townhouses coming up in Snohomish County soon and in both cases, neither one of them qualifies for FHA. And I was talking to the homeowner about that. And I said, well, we're going to be limited to this. I'm thrilled. I'm absolutely thrilled to hear that this is here. Because I was yeah. telling her, I said, you know, I'm comparing you to other complexes. And some of the pricing in at least one of the two townhome developments is somewhat um, minimized by the fact that it has limited financing op- options. Yeah, this is a this is a big deal because uh, uh, the FHA spot approval will allow us to streamline this process again. Mm-hmm. It's going to get us into uh, get folks into a condo project uh, on an individual unit, mm-hmm. so we don't have to do the entire project approval. Now, right. FHA will limit the number of spot approvals they'll do right. per project. So you know, we, there's no guarantee that this will mm-hmm. this will work. Yeah, and there still are minimum requirements for. A project to be approved. Right. Yeah. Well, I'm excited though because my two potential new listings, each one of them had been approved in the past. Because there's, yeah. you know, and if you want to know if your site is approved or not, you, you can just Google 
condo FHA approval. Right. And you can get to the website, it's the HUD website, and it will get you to the page where you can look your information up. Mm -hmm. And I had looked at both of these complexes and seen that they both had been approved in the past. Yeah, many were. And it said what the, and they both had very small percentages of yeah. the overall units. Yeah, yeah. And so I'm like, which is, I'm which thrilled. Is, which is great. Because these are going to be what we would consider affordable housing. Mm -hmm. They're in the three and four hundred thousand dollar price ranges. Huge, huge deal. Big yeah, deal. Really, really and they're is. nice townhomes with sizable spaces. So they're, yeah. like, they're perfect for anybody. Not just, they're, they're not just like a studio where like, Right. A person. Oh, for can sure. It could be in. well. It could be anything up to yeah. maximum loan amounts of seven hundred and twenty-six thousand five hundred and twenty-five dollars. Right. You know, for FHA in yeah. King, Pierce, and Homish counties. Absolutely. So it's it's a good program, and not everybody will qualify for mm -hmm. conventional financing. FHA right. is is the is the next greatest thing. Your minimum down mm -hmm. payment would be three and a half percent. You can have gifts from relatives to even help with that down payment. Mm -hmm. You can have co-signers, a what we call a non-occupying co-borrower. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of uh, such a fancy uh, term advantages to, you yeah. know, to to looking at FHA versus just renting or not buying at all. One hundred percent. Well, that's the whole thing. Is while some people are maybe still working on their credit, while the interest rates are so low, mm -hmm. even though we know the mortgage insurance is a, an issue on FHA you still can get into housing at a better rate right now than if you wait possibly, you know, two, three years. Absolutely. And if you're listening a little bit earlier, our national average rate for FHA now 3.3%. Yeah, it's Come pretty on. sweet. I mean, it's really good. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. Speaking of sweet, before we get out of here, if you want to look at a place in Whistler that's a studio, get in touch with me because my girlfriend Denise from uh, Denise Brown from Whistler has a sweet little studio that is 175 Canadian. Have a great weekend, everyone. Thank you for listening to Open House with Team Reba. To contact us, visit Team Reba at re slash max Metro Eastside on Facebook or email info at teamreba.com. Join us again next Saturday afternoon at 2 for more Open House with Team Reba here on AM 1590. The Answer. Proceeding program was sponsored by Team Reba of Remax Metro East Side and Eric Osnes of Homebridge Financial Services.